Sir, we're approaching a podcast. It's part of the Legion Academy Collective called Dice Time. That's it. Bob Swaim and Ben Jetrin are there. Uh, my lord, there are several Star Wars Legion podcasts. It, it could be any number- That is the one. Admiral, set your course for Dice Time. Hello, everybody! Welcome to Dice Time! I'm your host, Ben Jetrin. And I'm Bob Swain, coming from an undisclosed location out in the middle of nowhere. Both of your lovely hosts with B names are back again. That be us. Alright. We have a jam-packed show today, Bob. Yeah, it's gonna get, get kinda cool. We, uh, we don't have a guest this time, so that's a little bit different, so, uh... We're actually just sitting in the ship, kind of chilling. I got I got a real good bottle of root beer here. It's it's uh, space. I root can't beer. even say the name of it, but it's good. Yeah, it's space it's, root beer. Space root beer. <laughs> From where we stopped on that that town in Tatooine with that sheriff that looked kind of like he was Mandalorian. I don't know, man, but they sell really good root beer there. Oh yeah, they did. Well, we're gonna be hitting a few uh, major topic points tonight. Man, it's uh, been crazy out there, hasn't it? There's been all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, this past way. month has been insane as far as, like, news and stuff goes. We're we're hitting it all. And we're hitting it in what I like. I, I like to think we're hitting it relatively while it's hot. So, it, Yeah, go. that's unusual, man. They they did stuff before we actually started recording this time. So uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. It's it's I, I understand it more when the weekly guys miss them because they're like, oh, man, we recorded, and then they uploaded something that night. But, like, we're monthly, so it's like if we miss something, it's like, ah, oh, okay, let's get four more weeks, and then we'll be talking about it, guys. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so th- thanks anyway. for giving us a one-up here. Yeah, a little bit. All right, so we've got a lot to talk about. First, we're going to talk about Atomic Mass Games. Second, we're going to talk about Luke Skywalker. Third, we're going to talk about some new point changes and erratas we got. Yeah, and that, that's going to probably be the fun part of the, of the thing. It's all going to be fun, but that's going to probably be the funnest because we have we have a lot of opinions. I'm sure everybody else there does. And, uh, yeah, the first, the first two topics are very mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that, let's that, just let's just dive let's just go ahead and dive right in. So Atomic Mass Games. Atomic Mass Games is taking over Legion. I remember yeah. when they announced Atomic Mass Games down at Gen Con, and they pulled out the stops showing the Marvel stuff, and I'm like, yeah, those are kind of cool. When are you going to do the, the, the Legion stuff? And from what I've seen of their models, I know I know you have a little bit of a thing with them, but once they're together and painted, they, they, they look really nice, so I'm hoping maybe they'll keep up the quality with at least making them nice. And we'll, well get into the downfalls, but yeah, I was going like, to say let, let, let's talk about what what this means first. First off, what this means is Fantasy Flight Games is no longer going to be making Star Wars Legion, Star Wars Armada, or Star Wars X Wing. And production and development, design, all of those things are now moving over to Atomic Mass Games, which is another which both of those companies are under the parent company Asmodee. So it's technically staying in house, but at the same time, not really because the dev team and the design team and a lot of the people and the like so far from what I know, the playtesters as well, everyone so far over at fantasy flight that worked on these games are, or at least on Legion, I don't know about the other ones, but at least on Legion, a lot of those people ended up just getting cut 
particularly Alex Davey and Luke Eddy are no longer the lead designers for Legion or at FFG at all. Yeah, I felt bad for those guys. They put a lot of work in this game and then just to be boomed. I mean, I don't know the circumstances, so I can't really speak on it. But all, yeah. I, all I know is FFG and them pretty much got blindsided by this from what it sounds like and that Atomic Mass Games seemed a little more prepared for this. Like they kind of knew this, this merger was coming. Uh, and yeah, it was, I feel really bad for Alex and Luke. Like, man, like they, they have made such an excellent game and that we talk about how many things we love about it. We've done all the communities you've seen and everything you've seen from Legion and all the, all the videos, all the channels, all the great podcasts, all this stuff came out of their game and their game is so good that it can do all this. And, yeah. you know, it's got, it, it, I, I don't, I'm, I can understand where people's fear is coming from because there's like, you know, a lot, there's a lot of people that think about projects that they know of that lost their lead dev or like their visionaries. And then like, what happened to those projects? And everyone probably has one or two horror stories they're thinking of. Most so, of the time they just disappear and you don't see them hardly ever again. That are, or the worst other than them just being flushed down the toilet completely is somebody else gets them in their hand and they mess it all up. Yep. And it's like, that's not my game. And then, you know, you, A, you've lost the guys that did know how to do it. You're dealing with people who don't know how to do it. And then you've invested so much time and money. I, I worry more about, about the time I've invested. The money, yeah, that's a lot of money and stuff, but I love this game. I spend a lot of time painting stuff for this game. I spend a lot of time talking about this game. And, you know, I brought a lot of people into this game and now, you know, it's, it's, it's not uncertain. The game's going to go on. It's not going to go away, I'm sure. It's just, how's it going to go on? Or what are they going to change now that we're all used to it? You know, one way, what are they going to do differently? And it might be better. It might be 10 times a better game. It's, you know, you don't know that, but it may be 20 times worse. You don't know. And I think that's what, the, the fear factor comes in. Everybody gets used to stuff, especially as old guys. We don't like change. Now we got to learn new rules. I don't like to learn rules. I don't like rules to begin with. But now I got to go says, and learn. Says the TO. Yeah, says the TO. <laughs> I, I, I hate rules. I hate rules. Yeah, no, I I, I just like <laughs> randomly going. You can't do that. And they go why? Because because I said so. Because <laughs> I said so. And I've got the and I got the rules doc. You want me to look at it? You're like no. No. Okay. <laughs> Because it's written in the back in crown. You can't do that. But anyway, sorry, went on a rant. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people just had a lot of fear of, yeah, you know, like, change. When I first heard this thing at first, I was also pretty, like, upset and worried about, like, where this game was going. I've got enough, I've got enough going on. I'm sure all of us have enough going on in our life right now that we also don't need, like, our, our arguably our favorite game getting completely getting its future put in question. Uh it's not I don't think it's going away. I'm 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 almost positive that the game's not going to get flushed like super soon or anytime soon. It's Atomic Mass Games while it's still relatively new is still handling like their their one game right now is Marvel Crisis Protocol. So really all we have to do to speculate and compare to is that. So what is what is what is what we know about Atomic Mass Games and what we know about Marvel Crisis Protocol mean for what Legion and Armada and X-Wing could look like? I mean, we're going to focus on Legion cuz good luck to those other guys. Yeah. Uh yeah. but is is 
My main question that I had was when when I figured out that like Alex wasn't going to be involved. Is Legion still going to feel like Legion? And I think that's a completely reasonable question to ask because it, it you're not going to have your 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 visionary behind it anymore. You're not going to have the guy who put his blood, sweat, and tears into making the game that we all love so much. Are you going to find somebody who's just as well a Star Wars fan and a games fan as much as uh, the same this not maybe not as much as but the same way that Alex was because okay, I know Atomic Atomic Mass has a lot of veterans in the gaming industry behind it but are they going to but do they have like the same Star Wars fans behind it you know and that's where where Alex Davies story got to do it okay. we're setting at Adepticon first year yeah. that they were running the big tables at Legion and we're sitting there and I knew who he was. I've seen his picture a million times and we're sitting playing and he happens to walk by at the end of the table. And of course, you know, we all talk to anybody. So I just scream his name at him and he stops and he kind of rolls on his heels and turns and looks at me. And I, I'm like, could you come here for a minute? And he kind of looks around and I'm like, yeah, you. And he's like, okay. So he comes over and he says, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm Bob Swain. I played da 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 da. You know, great game. Love your game. Awesome game. Why in the hell are the Empire so much better than the Rebels? And he kind of just looks at me and he goes, because I like them better. That's why. <laughs> and we proceeded to have about a 20 minute conversation during the game I was playing. And I lost that game because I was rather talk to him and play. But I got a lot of insight and a lot of background and where he came from and what he liked and why he liked stuff and why he designed stuff the way he did. You know, and, and this was like the first year that it was out that they actually had been to a big convention. And I knew right then, I thought, okay, this game, this game is going to be my new, you know, this is where I'm going to throw all my money yeah. for gaming and stuff because he took the time. You know, he didn't know me from anybody at that time. And I've talked to him quite a few times and we talk every once in a while. And, and when, when I read that they were, 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 he had gotten cut unceremoniously on top of that, that, that always hurts. You know, getting let go hurts, but man, when they just kind of come in and go, Oh, by the way, get out. Um, and I don't know if that's the way that happened. I, I didn't ask him because I don't care. That's none of my business, but it was sad. It was really sad to see him go because I knew he cared about us. He cared about the game. And and he was putting his all into it to take care of it, and so you know I'm good. I wished him good luck and everything on the thing the other day, and he wrote me back and and we had a little tiny conversation about stuff because I know he's really busy, but you know it's, it's just it sucks. But we have to we have to have faith in the game that that it's going to go on, and yeah. and that they're going to take care of. It. I mean they. Asmodee's out there to make money, so they're not going to cut off their nose despite their face. They're, they they probably have a plan in place. And it's just, I don't like the way they handled it, but, you know, what do you do? Stuff happens every day. Right. Yeah, I I, I was going to say, I, I'm i mostly just hoping that the, that oh, now I didn't find the guy's name, but they got, the, the people who are going to be running the show behind the design of Legion and basically filling Alex Davis' shoes, look at his shoes, you know, filling, filling their, filling their shoes. We've got to make sure that they, or I've just got to hope. I don't know that, that I don't know that it's a job, but I, I just I just hope that they share the same love of Star Wars that like Alex Davy does. Because I'm not I, okay without naming anything because I don't want to bash anybody. I can think of some Star Wars projects that have come out of Disney that were made by Star Wars fans. 
of like in the industry. I'm not talking about like fan made stuff, but I can think of some major, I don't know, show that's being made by like dedicated hardcore Star Wars fans at heart. And I can think of maybe a movie, maybe a couple movies that seem to be not made by the same kind of hardcore fans at heart and seem more for the money kind of goal. Uh, and it's, and it's a despair between the fans of what's, of what they like and what they don't. And it's a very clear, concise, was this made by a hardcore Star Wars fan or was this made by someone who was, who their objective was to make money? You can tell, <laughs> you can tell, you can tell the difference. And that, so that's definitely something that I'm like, Hey, let's, 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 let's all think more like John Favreau, Dave Filoni. <laughs> I was going to say, stuff. are you just going to say their name? Because you basically just described them perfectly. I mean, I mean, the good people, I will. Yeah, there you go. I won't, I won't name any bad people because that's just poor spirited. That is, we're not, we're not in that. We're, we're in the happy factory, not the, the bring everybody down factory. Exactly. So, it, along, going along with that, going in the making people happy factory, I there are some good changes that I can def, that we can definitely see well, coming I mean, out of so- this. You saw that they posted what they were going to do with OP, so kind of. I mean, they give us like okay, hints. yeah. They made they posted an entire article that said, "Yes, we're doing organized play," and that's like what I and and yes, we're aware COVID is happening, and, and yes, we're going to we'll we're do it. Play. We'll do it when it's safe because everyone should be safe. Everybody that's all it safe. said. The whole yeah, well, article said that. You know, it, it did. It did say though that it was going to help. It was going to focus on the competitive, but it said that it was also going to focus at the store level, which really made me feel a little bit better because while I get to play and I love to play, I run games. I have a store that it's not my store. Sometimes I feel like it's my store, or at least partially my store. Love, love you, Slade, but still. Um, but sometimes you know it's like, what are we going to do if if that goes away? Because I mean, that's one of his bread and butter things. So to me, that made me feel better that they mentioned the retail stores. They were going to take care of the retail stores and the competitive players, because I think that group is a big mix. There was something online where people said, "Is is 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 OP play competitive play?" And and the the thing that had the most votes was it's both. You know, so. That's that's one thing about the community. I mean, you can go down and have a really good fun game, and then you can turn around and go play the next week, and it's stu- stupid competitive. So, and and you'll see the guy sitting off to the, the to the ta- the side with a table of new people, while he's running you know a bunch of competitive guys. And that's what I love about this game that it's not just competitive. If you don't want to play by the rules, make your own rules and play. You know, that that's the fun of it. You know, or you know, if if you do play competitive, there's a 98 page book out there with all the rules you'll ever want. Pretty much, Legion is about as complex as you want to make it. It is, but you if just, just want to have a if you just want to have a fun casual game, just go have that fun casual game. If you want to play, if you, if you want to make sure that you're playing by like all the competitive rules and make sure you've got everything down to a T, you know, then you have the you have the resources to do that. It's it's fun for everybody. Exactly. But I, I'm, I'm willing to give them a chance. I mean, we have to be because it's, it's our oh, totally. game. But yeah, I mean, what are we going to do? Say no? No, we're just going to quit. We're just going <laughs> to no, take no chance. Thousands Sorry, of dollars that we haven't thrown out in the road. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's it it might be good. I don't know. It's 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 like just preliminaries. We have no idea. You're not going to know till what March, April, probably. Right. Before they really start kicking stuff out, because I know I know we still got specialists coming out for for CIS and and for Gar and. 
Lando. Lando. Everybody's got Lando on the head, and and then uh, Callus. So I, I I had heard somewhere that that they had those were definitely still coming out. I heard the, the Armada stuff is still coming out because I'm I'm really excited for the for the GAR stuff for for that. I don't even play Armada, and I'm super excited for that because I might just have to start playing. <laughs> but I I think it's it's one of those terms, uh, those uh, crossroads to where you know. We make the good choices, and they make the good choices. Everything will be great. And if they make the bad choices, then, well, we're going to go off the cliff. So they are definitely continuing the game, obviously. The But, but like, what, what differences are we going to see? I feel like we might see a different release schedule than what we saw at FFG. As it's been kind of mentioned before, and I think Legion Academy mostly mentioned it, they, the FFG had a lot of problems, like, kind of supporting both being a board and card game at its heart, but then starting to try and dive into minis, whereas Atomic Mass Games has been a dedicated minis company from day one. So we might see, you know, a a better release schedule or a faster release schedule because Marvel Crisis Protocol seems to come out so fast. Every two minutes there's a new model out there. Pretty much. whoa, what the hell is that? That's new. Now, that's, that's all assuming that, you know, their whole team isn't getting divided up into four. They're, you have to keep in mind that, yeah, their resources are going to get divided into four games now, so who knows if Marvel Crisis Protocol is even going to be as fast as it is right now, or if the other games are going to get faster or stay the same rate, or, like, what's going to happen. We don't, we're not sure. Well, again, we're just comparing off what we know of that game compared to what we know about our game. Their models are also... the You know, everyone says that, like, Marvel Crisis Protocol's figures are like phenomenal and like super highly detailed and like i agree what the thing i don't agree about that i don't see anybody saying is that sometimes those models just don't fit together at all (laughs) i had so i've never used more green stuff to fix a model than when i did with my marvel crisis protocol core box and i was so frustrated but it worked. I got it to work. Okay. Just but. disclaimer: This is the part where Ben gets to rant, like I normally do, and I'm just going to sit here and listen to him go. Oh, that's that's my whole rant. I'm just that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to I'm not going to harp on I'm not going to harp on a whole bunch of bad. It's just I had so much frustration green stuffing those models together, and if I imagine having to do that for every Legion release, I will lose my I will lose my hair. Well, cool. Do we have anything else we want to talk about about Atomic Mass? Not not Atomic Games in Muncie, Indiana, where we play. <laughs> well, we might see a price increase because, yeah. uh, as we know, Marvel Crisis Protocol is more expensive than Legion by like per box. It's but a lot. At the same time, it might be a matter of how much you're spending for how much you can play in a game. As of right now, I feel like it's kind of similar because you know if you're buying, you're only buying one copy of something for Marvel, but you're buying two to three copies of something for Legion. So it's like, right as of right now, you're kind of paying equal price for the game. So if Legion sees a price increase, then you're probably going to see, uh, you're probably going to see it becoming a more expensive game than Crisis Protocol. So tell me if, because I don't play Protocol, I've, I've seen models, but I really don't remember. Sure. Are they, are they, Legion models are what twenty eight millimeter nine twenty nine somewhere around in there whatever like one forty seven scale or something yeah, yeah whatever scale it is uh, are the Marvel pro- pro- uh, prices protocol they're bigger aren't they because I know that they're whole bigger monster 
So, so there's a lot they, of cost involved in trying to get all that tooled and get it printed and, and yeah, so get it gonna, out. I, I, we're not going to see a different scale. There's no way. No, they better not. There's no it. way they could do. I don't, I don't think they could. I get was a just wondering if that, that would play into the cost because oh, sure. the, the mold that the that might be where yeah. you see your cost differences is. But they might use the same material in the same time to make like a Hulk figure that they would to make seven or eight different little right. you know, stormtroopers or whatever. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see where that price point falls. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think there was the only other thing that oh yeah, like organized play we were talking about earlier is probably going to be completely re overhauled. Uh, you know, on their website they've talked about supporting stuff like, uh, and and Legion Academy also touched on this. Uh, you know, they talked about like Atomic Mass Games supports stuff like hobby nights and how to do that in your store. Uh, they like to they like to uh like, give a lot of prizes and kits out to their players and organized play kits and stuff. They've also got painted models. Like, uh, uh, he, they said something about, like, they like to give prizes out for people that show up with painted models. Like, so that's cool. I'd love to see that. I would love to... I, I'm all... Ex- I love organized play kits, and I love all the promos and stuff that FFG does. I am excited to see what... Uh, what uh, Mass Games does with their organized play kits and what that looks like for Legion because I like me, my stuff. You you know I collect everything, especially yeah. the clone stuff. So, yeah. The, yep. It's, it's, it'll be cool to see what kind of new stuff they do put out. Maybe they all have something unique. Um, You know, Legion put out the certificates for, you know, best paint jobs on stuff. And while yeah. it was it, it had nothing to do with the game, it was yeah. still cool to stick one on your wall and say, hey, I, I won best best commander or best whatever. You know, because most okay. of us, I don't know, everybody out there probably doesn't, but we all have Star Wars museums at our house. I'm sitting yeah. in one right now. It's, it's you can't look without seeing. I'm, you really cannot tell the color of the wall in this room I'm in because <laughs> of all the, uh, the Black Series stuff that he's got in here. But uh, Mine is broken up in several different sections, but when I move, it'll all be organized and yep. look much get you a room. Uh, I just, I, speaking of, of where I'm at, I really need to give a, a, a shout out to uh, Jay Belt. Um, I was supposed to be in a different location tonight and it kind of fell through and I called him up about two hours before and said, Hey, can, can, can I, can I use your museum room to uh, do this podcast tonight? And without a, even a, a hesitation, he's like, yeah. So thanks Jay. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks Jay Belt. Okay, last thing that I wanted to say about AMG. All right, Atomic Mass, listen to me closely, please. I beg you. I'm I'm, I'm asking, uh, if this were December, I'd say this were for Santa. We're getting around that time. This is my Santa wish for Atomic for Mr. Atomic Mass Claus. If, if I get anything out of this, please, 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 you know, aside from keeping the game as thematically perfect as it is, please, 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 Hold those valid world invites, please. I don't know if I could get another one, man. I, I stumbled into my. I don't know. One. You were pretty lucky on that first one. I so. know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I don't know if I can bumble into a second one, man. I, I the other day, and I'm like, oh god, he's gonna cry if they take I, that away. Yeah, from. I was like, I'm like so worried. I'm like, look, I, I will level with you, Atomic Mass. If you, if it takes like two years for us to get a world invite if the for these world invites to stay valid if it's going to take like two years of organization before we get to see them used i don't care i'll do anything to hold on to this invite if we get canned i'm going to be so sad because 
then I have to try and get another one. And unlike all these other people that have them, I'm not that good. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to get another one. I can vouch for that. No, no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> you, learned, you learned it. Of course, no, it was soft. Yeah, I, I did. And I, and like, I don't mean to, I don't mean to like play down anyone I played against or anything in that tournament. Cause that, cause that seems kind of mean for me to say like, Oh, I, I bumbled into it. And uh, you know, then it makes me look, then it, then it makes my opponents look bad. My opponents did very, very Your opponents well. were dead on. It's just I the felt, luck. The luck yeah, I felt you. lucky. I felt lucky is what I was. I, you know, I, I, you know, I played. Anyway, we're not going to harp on that. You, you did it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not insulting any of you guys. You all did. Gr- everyone did great at that whole tournament. I just, I always have this feeling like I, like I bumbled into my world and fight because I was like, what's happening this whole day? I was like, what's happening? Anyway, we can't harp on that every single episode. Nope. Um, <laughs> no, we can't. Anyway, anyway let's, overall. Let's move on. Overall, yeah, overall, I hope to see a lot of good things come from AMG. I'm willing to give them a, a decent shot. I'm looking forward to it. Just don't leave us in the dark too long, guys. I, I love I love that you're – I hear a lot of cool things about how responsive you are and how often you're putting out updates and stuff. And I get that this is a weird transition time. Just try not to leave us in the dark too long. All right. Cool. Love you guys. And love, and love you, Alex Davey. Yep. All right. Peace. We say peace, but we're Bob's just moving on. <laughs> now we're going to shoot stuff. Okay. <laughs> Not done. No. No. Although, we should t- I'm going to take this opportunity real quick in between segments. This is our advertisement segment. Here we go. Go. Legion Academy. Love those guys. You heard of them before. Talk to they're, them every day. They're our parent podcast. Joe DePinto, Sean Morris, putting on an awesome show at Legion Academy on YouTube. They've got the sweet YouTube channel where they do streams every Tuesday night to talk about cool stuff like we do. Uh, they do Friday night fights, although technically because of quarantining and coronavirus, Friday night fights is not going on right now because of the regulations in Sean's area. So don't be afraid to check out their channel on Friday nights though, because if it's anything like last Friday, they'll occasionally be doing Friday streams instead. Uh, they did a, they did a Friday stream talking about the new RRG, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, they're going to do, they did a much deeper dive. They went as deep as you could get. Uh, we're, we're going to do like a fraction of that. Uh, they're absolute, they absolutely did a phenomenal job with their whole video. Be sure to go check that out if you want a deeper dive in the new stuff. They also do hobby, well, okay, that's more on the terrain studio. That's Sean, but I mean, check out all the stuff that they do. It's great. They got a Patreon that does awesome stuff. They're doing Mandalorian silhouettes and a Mythosaur Skull silhouette for November for their Patreon followers. December, I don't know if this is confirmed, but I've heard rumor we might be getting Bane tokens. That would be Cad Bane, not the real Bane, which is the guy with the double lightsaber <laughs> that did the rule of two. Oh, that guy. I thought you were going to go into, like, not Batman villain. No, not Batman not villain getting, either. Not getting Batman villain tokens. Although that old Bane kind of looked like him, kind of. He was bald and, and huge, so. You think the Smoke and Mirrors token is your ally? Oh, God, not that version of him. <laughs> I love Tom Hardy. Uh, Venom was amazingly cool, but, man, what the hell, dude? Why did you did, did you lose a bet that you had to put that Bane outfit on? Because that was just weird. You think the now we're back token is your ally? Yeah. yeah I was yeah. bored in it. Okay. Bored by it. I am going to, like kick you next time. Actually, I'm going to hit you with my cane next time I see you. <laughs> you got to well, stop that voice, man. I mean, I'm sitting I'm sitting across from you right now in the ship, remember? Yeah, I know, but I've got to get my cane. So. It's too far. 
Yeah, too far. Too far, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know the you know the first part of that, but yeah, too far. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so be sure to check out Legion Academy. Uh, they do lots of awesome stuff. They got a new website that's almost done. Uh, that's going to be super good. cool. It, it they're going to be really putting, cool. yeah, they're going to be putting tokens up on their shop soon when that's all said and done, which is going to be awesome. Uh, they make really nice tokens too. I've got like one of they everything do. they put out, and they're 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 high quality stuff. I mix them in with my my cardboard ones and the ones I've got from from FFG, and usually when I pull them out, it's it's usually oh that's really cool. Where'd you get that? And I'm like from Legion Academy, and they'll have them on the website, and you'll be able to get you some you know sometime when they get it done, which it looks like it's going to be pretty soon. Oh yeah, and the last thing I want to mention, you know, our own in-house dice time. You know, we got stuff going on too. We have videos. We do things. We're got we've got more videos that are be- going to be coming out soon. Uh, we've moved our Legion Academy, Legion Academy, we've moved our Legion videos over from the, from the original Dice Time channel to the Legion Academy's channel, so you can find it all in one place. Uh, so Dice Time, me and Josh are gonna be doing some, uh, we're gonna do the Escape Pod next. We're gonna do the, the Escape Pod missions. We also have another project that, uh, I've had in the works for quite a while that I might start getting the leg up on soon. And both of those things will be on the on the Legion Academy YouTube channel pretty soon, so don't forget to check that out. We were basically waiting for the new points and erratas and stuff because we didn't want to make a video and then like weeks later have it be completely null and void because now the game is different. So now that those are out, it's a new world. Let's do it. All right, I'm done advertising, Bob. Okie doke. Lead us into our next segment. Okay, we are going to talk about the new Luke Skywalker uh, from Hoth. Um, my, uh, my guy over at Atomic, uh, games, he loves anything from Hoth. He plays Tauntauns. He's got three sets of the rebel veterans out there. Doesn't care. He doesn't win with them. He still has a good time. He's, he's one of those guys that likes to play for fun. So when, when this came out, uh, that they were going to, what is out, this, Bob? I was going to say, what is this when, model for people that don't know? It's a Luke Skywalker. It's after he crashed his snow speeder. You can do all kinds of neat things with it. It's got a helmet that's got the, the, the visor down, and then it's got a helmet that's got the visor up, and then it's got him just without his helmet. You get a lightsaber, so you can go him going through the snow with his lightsaber on. Um, he has his DL-44 out on, on that. And the cool thing, and, and thank you, FFG, for doing this, if you decide you do want to put, put the uh, – the DL-44 on there, which he never really got it out when he was in that flight suit, but still, they gave you a lightsaber, an un- unlit lightsaber that you can hang on his belt. Uh-huh. And it's beautiful. I, I actually opened a box of, uh, I'm going to be painting one for, for the owner over there, and I, I got the box open tonight and looked at it, and it's it's stinking amazing. It, it, it looks just like it Mark is. Hamill. The Mark Hamill uh, face sculpt is beautiful. The only thing that I, I saw that I didn't like just, just by the glancing at it is they made the helmet two pieces. So you've got the yeah. helmet two pieces, and then the face is another piece. So you've got three pieces, and I understand people like the hobby and stuff. But to me, out of all the things you could have done, that wasn't where I would have went. Like the body is two pieces. You've got the legs, the front of his body the, with the legs and, and, and stuff, and then it's got a back piece that slaps on the back, and that's, that's the whole body. You have two arms, and then you have this three pieces of head. So it's like, okay, that's kind of a weird way to go. The the one without the helmet is just, just a, a head sculpt, like the Rex sculpts and stuff like that. But it looks like it's going to be pretty easy to paint. 
Um, Bob, have you ever seen a Marvel Crisis Protocol figure or assembled one? I've seen one assembled, yeah. Not, have, not, have you seen them on their spools? No, on the sprues? No, I have not seen one. I, I, my, my, my thing to you when you were saying, like, the helmet is two pieces, my, my advice to you is get used to it. Yeah, that's, that's, it's gonna, man, Crisis Protocol figures are so many pieces. For, so, like, yeah. even for small stuff, it's like, man, why is this three pieces? I, I refuse to play droids because of all the pieces, so yeah, I, I yeah, just, I'm gonna have more to stuff gonna be like that. It is, it, well, okay, it might, it might not, but if we're just going off of what we know, it could be more like that. I honestly uh, miss, miss the old ones that were in a bag and you basically stuffed them together and you could move the it, arms a little bit and do whatever you want and just throw them, get, get, get ready to paint, but we'll see know, what goes I on. love the new stuff right now. I'm, I'm it, all about the customization. Anyway, I love being able to all that aside. But that uh, Luke, he's going to be so In case you're still cool. wondering what this Luke is, this Luke was another, was the third exclusive figure. Now, I say exclusive because they've done two in the past, and they're basically like a one-time run uh, exclusive that they do as a promotion. So the first one that they did was Darth Vader. Darth Vader. At that Celebration. They did at Star Wars Celebration. The second one that they did was Obi-Wan, which they did at another convention, at uh, a tabletop convention in well, Germany. Yeah, it was Germany. Yeah, that was a cool one. That one is really, the Vader one's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm learning to like the Imperials, but the, the, the Kenobi one, it was like right out of, out of the movie. It was really neat. Yeah. I liked now it this a lot. Third one, oh, now this third one is Luke, the Luke that, uh, Bob was perfectly describing. Uh, and the and so these were all handled kind of differently. So okay, okay. Before you go, before you go any yeah. further, let, oh, let sure. me finish up the description. Oh sure, this, sure, sure. Yes, this is a really cool model because it's on the right size base. It's not like the Vader one that was on the rocks or whatever, or the Kenobi that was on the 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 gangway up there that was breaking down. This one's actually on the right size base for a a small figure. But they've actually molded the snow into it, and it looks like part of, of the gun off of the, uh, the, the wrecked snow speeder. It honestly looks like he's walking over it, or some piece of metal like that. So not only is it an exclusive, it's the first one that actually has a cool molded base that's the right size. So yeah. you don't have to worry about moving it if you, if you are going to play it on the boards. I mean, like, the, I don't think I've ever seen a Vader or a Kenobi out, out on, a, on a game table. But this one, you know, if you want to take it out there, it's going to fit through the, the, the doorways and the, the, the pieces a lot better than the Kenobi or the Vader. Sorry, I've seen the Vaders. I've seen the Vaders on tables. I don't think I've ever seen a Kenobi one in person, though. I would love to have one of those so bad. Yeah. Anyway, so these three were all handled differently. Vader was through FFG's uh, booth at Star Wars Celebration. Obi-Wan was through, I, I actually don't know much about how Obi-Wan's was handled. I was, I, I presume it was through FFG's booth at, what, what was the convention, Bob? Oh, dude, I do not remember the name of it. It was, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it was in Germany though. Well, yeah, it was in Germany. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, yeah. Not important. They got him. We did not. Well, important, him. but. <laughs> the Luke is, is yeah. a weird one because you know that that was going to be given at some convention this year. Maybe Gen Con even. Possibly, it's kind of hoping. I'd like yeah, to get cool. more love. But the 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 they advertised that Luke was going to be given out. Three models were going to be given to stores 
that purchased Legion in, that made le- orders for Legion stuff in November, and then they were going to ship out in December. So what really happened, uh, unlike what was said, what really happened was that stores were given between one and three models, and they all shipped like mid-November. So there was some good and some bad there. Yeah, they just uh, kind of showed up. It was like, what? what we yeah, it was just, yeah. Why? like, oh, okay, they're here um, a month early. And But the other thing that I heard was that, you know, some stores didn't get them at all. I should have said zero to three. Some stores didn't get them at all, even though they made Legion purchases and made that and did all that. Some got, like, one. Some got three. I think there's a corner case. Maybe one got more. I don't – I'm not positive on I that. So maybe, I won't that's, say that. Maybe, maybe that store had two or three stores in their chain. Oh, that's – So they placed orders for each store, so therefore they got nine or whatever the, the total was finally. Because everybody was like – how the hell did they get nine or whatever it was? And I was thinking, well, they probably have multiple stores. So the, the basically they were shipped to the stores and then they were just, and then beyond that, it was kind of just like, do whatever you want with it. It's, it's yours now. So, you know, there, there were a lot of options, you know, some stores were uh, giving them out. As, they were, they would hold an event and they would do like a tournament or something. They would give that out. Some of them have been doing store promotions, so, like, buy this much lead and stuff, and you'll get put in, like, a raffle. You know, some of them are doing raffles. Uh, some stores were giving them to, like, their customers. They were just giving them to their customers, like, hey, you've been a great Legion customer, or, hey, you've been leading Legion events and stuff. You've been, like, our community leader. You can just have one of these. Some stores were selling them, and... Boy, howdy, were the pri- are, are the prices wild when it comes to how they were selling them? It's and nuts. then some just so, straight took them to eBay and scalped them for as much as they could. I've seen stores go from twenty bucks all the way up to like a hundred and fifty bucks just yeah. just for stores. Most of them were around the forty dollar mark. Yeah, that, that I saw, which is it, it's an exclusive. Yeah, it, it's it's the thing about it is if you've got the the starter set from the first you know the first go around, you've got all the cards. The cards are not any different. The art's just exactly the same. No, There's the art's different. Huh? The art's different. Is the art different? Yeah, it is. I didn't look at the cards because Slade kept his. Well, cards. they always do different art on the uh, on the exclusive I will have to take ones. A look yeah. at that. I stand corrected. I apologize. Oh, but fine. Slade opened his and took his cards and said, "Here, here's the model. Paint it." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." And I have, I honestly haven't opened mine yet because um, where where we play, the owner got them and he's like, "What should we do with these?" And I'm like, "I know you're going to take one." And he said, "Yeah, it's 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 hot." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." And and you know he pays a lot of money and he does a lot of stuff for us and it's his electricity. You know, his building, his insurance, you know, him him promoting and everything. So I understand. That's cool. And then he said, what are we going to do with the other two? And I'm like, I really don't know. And he handed me one. And he's like, well, that's what we're doing with that one. And I'm like, oh, cool. And, and again, it was that you, you lead the community, you run games all the time. You take uh, stuff, you know, your time from your personal life and your wife and your grandkids and stuff to come run events. And you run great events because we get a lot of people playing and, you know, I just want you to have this. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you very much. And what we're going to do is on the 5th of December, we're still, we're still allowed to run games. Uh, everybody's going to be wearing masks and we're going to make sure we wipe everything down really good in between games and be as safe as possible. Um, we are going to give away one in a raffle because we sat down and we talked and, and nothing against winners. I mean, you guys practice really hard and stuff and that's cool and stuff, but the winner always gets a lot of stuff. You know, he gets, he gets the win, he gets, he gets the best prize kit, you know, 
when we distribute them and stuff. So he was like, what's the best way to do this? And I said, we have a raffle. That way, everybody that comes in pays to get into the game. We usually charge five bucks on, on, on our Saturdays, weekends, help pay for the cost of the kits and everything. And we do. We hand out prizes like crazy. We've mentioned that before. I'm not going to go into that. But I said, let's just give them a ticket. Every everybody who pays and plays and stuff, and even even if we do like 500 point tables teaching stuff, that we should give them a raffle ticket, and just have a raffle. And at the end of the night, we reach in, we pull it out, and you know whoever whoever gets the winning ticket, that's who's going home with a Luke. You know, and after that, it's theirs to do with. If they don't play Rebels and they don't want it, you know, I mean that's up to them what they do with it. But uh, hopefully they'll they'll give it to one of the Rebel players <laughs> or somebody will use it. But you know, that's just, I think is the best way to hand stuff out. Like that, yeah, but yeah, that's... and so the yeah, and I and I was like, yeah, I mean, like that's good. So far, from what I've heard, I haven't heard a lot of cases of what they've done with Luke, where I'm like, ah, that seems kind of bad. Uh, you know, I haven't heard a lot of that, and even the stores that are selling them for a lot of money, it's like, you know, it, it it's coming down to supporting your local store, and I get it. If they're just scal- if they're just going straight to eBay and scalping it for like three hundred some odd dollars, I'm like, all right, this doesn't seem uh, this doesn't this doesn't seem totally kosher to me. <laughs> what uh, I what I heard what they were trying to do, FFG was trying to take care. They had them because they printed them obviously for some reason, probably a, 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 a Gen Con or something like that, and they they needed to do something with them. And they knew that the stores were hurting because of COVID and stuff, so they give it to them. And if if they needed to, they could sell it for a little bit of extra cash. Yeah, and and pad pad it a little bit, or yeah. you know they could give it out if they were doing okay and stuff. Then well, you know put it out in a tournament and either give it to the winner or give it to you know, raffle or whatever you want to do. You know, I've even heard some some people have done charity events with it where you could bid on it. Yeah, know, that money, was um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Titan. Yeah, tight. Good yeah, job. Yeah, they they're doing that uh and that was I think they were they were being advertised through uh Keith over at Jedi Hunter which sadly has ended its first season. It's they're taking a break. I was so sad. I was like, "Oh, but I I love them." Uh, Man, I hate to see anybody go away. That that just blows. I mean, it it's 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 tough. They're not going away forever. Keith, if you're listening, we're fans over here. Hi. Yeah, we are. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for your content and throwing stuff out there. That's cool. But. Uh but yeah, the so, so our store, uh, I, I didn't expect for my store to get them because we don't really do that much Legion. Uh, I have tried on two or three separate occasions to get a Legion community going and it doesn't always pan out. My store is, I mean, technically my store is Atomic, Atomic Games. I was going to say, keep that way. Keep my on. local store, there you my go. local store is, uh, Game Preserve in Bloomington, Indiana, you know, for now until I move. But, for right now, that's been the store that I've lived next, lived near, uh, for most of my life right now. And you don't drive two hours to just come pick up like a pot of paint and then go back home? No, I don't actually. I Damn just, it. I go down there and I say hi to Tyler. Hi Tyler. And hi Tyler. He, he, uh, keeps re- and, and you know, he does a really good job taking care of his player base. When he got the three Legion Lukes, which we didn't actually expect he would get, but First off, A, I had to tell him about them, which was kind of like, as a lot of people I'm sure had, awkward conversations with their store leads about, hey, so you're getting these promos. I don't know if you know that. And then what are you going to do with those? It was kind of an awkward conversation, but, you know, I I, I knew it was going to be fine because Tyler's a good guy and, he, you know, it's it, it was it was okay. I 
at no point was I like, are you getting them? Can I get one? I was telling him what other stores were doing and how he wanted to handle it was completely up to him. He, uh, he figured out that he was getting them. They came in and then he said, and he asked me some questions about like what other stores were doing and like blah, 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 blah. They're not doing any events right now because they're, because of like how our local area and how their company and all that are handling it. They're just not allowed to run any events right now because that was a couple of the suggestions that I did. Um, he eventually just went, okay, tell you what, we have like three customers in the store who regularly buy Legion and that's it. So we're just going to give them to you guys. So you get the first one because out of all of the customers, one, you've spent the most two, you are our unofficial community leader because you've tried to start this community. You've done demos before you've run a couple events. So like you get the first one. Uh, my roommate Josh got the second one because he is like second in as far as like what he what what he spends on Legion because me and him go in all the time and you will know we'll do that. And then there was another group. There was a, a father and a son that came in uh to one of to one or two of the events that we had run in the past that still yeah like buy Legion like through them. So they got the third one. And then like. There's, they don't really have that many other normal Legion customers, so they, so he was just like, you guys just have them, and what's done is done. Uh, thanks for helping us guys, and I was just like, yeah, that's awesome, so thank you. And, uh, so yeah, I got one. Let's, real briefly, I wanna look at, uh, a, a pose, pose a theory question. How is the best way to handle these Legion exclusive figures? That's and rough. It's a rough question and it's and, and it's tough. I get it. I'm gonna say that Fantasy Flight is getting better at or or rather not is getting did better each time, and I'm hoping Atomic Mass Games can take some some notes and some lessons based on how it's happened in the past. So let's start at the beginning. Vader, in my opinion, absolutely the worst handled exclusive of the three. That was a, a well, I can't say that word, but that was a poo show, is what that was. Yeah, the, the, that's definitely how it was, and I can tell you from personal experience how it felt to get gypped of 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 Legion exclusive Vader. I've told the story before. I'll briefly tell it again. I went. I was at Celebration. One of the only things I wanted to do at Celebration was to get that exclusive Vader. I was only going for a day. I was going on the first day, and. I went in, I I got in fairly early and got to stand in line for the vendor hall. And I got, you know, fairly early on in the line and I knew that all these people were going to go to be going to be going to other places. And so I was like my odds that I'm going to be getting in and going to be one of the first like 50 people in line for FFG is pretty solid based on how many people are in front of me and based on where I feel like the traffic is really going to be going when the vendor hall opens up. I feel pretty good about my chances. And I had the map pulled up. I knew exactly where to go. I, the doors opened. I got in. A minute later, I was at FFG's line. I was about 30 or so people back. And there's a guy going around saying that all the Vaders are gone. I'm like, what in the heck? This line hasn't even moved fast. Like, how many were there? How does this happen? How does this happen? And we find out. That they sell them all to the vendors before, to other vendors and people and people that came through before the doors even open to the public. 
That's where and, VIP tickets suck because those guys come in and they buy all that stuff up, and then the the regular general admission guys, you know, yeah. they can't get them. So that was, in my opinion, toxic as hell. That was not fun at all, and it and like my heart broke a little bit because I I I can't really afford to go to celebration. Let me st- let me start by saying this. I I'm 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 somehow making my making my bills playing this hobby and making one convention a year. That one that year I pushed two. And celebration was one of them and celebration is expensive. And it was in Chicago, which I had to, you know, we had to drive up to Chicago to stay there and then drive home the same night. So it was a long day. A lot of money went into celebration that I didn't have. But I spent anyway because it's Star Wars, it's Celebration, it's awesome, and I really wanted Vader. There was a couple other exclusive things I wanted that I didn't get either, but it's whatever. I got I got good stuff out of the I, – I had a good time at Celebration, I'll say that. But this was one of the bad things. This was one of my least favorite parts of Celebration was that. And that felt awful. I don't think that that was a good way to get Vader into the hands of your collectors and your player base – at all. Who it got into the hands of was scalpers and people that have way too much money on their hands. Now, now I can and tell ability. you one, one, one good story that came out of that. Sure. I have some friends that were up there. They, uh, they do a charity thing and they had actually got permission from Lucas, uh, to, to actually go in there and, and, you know, let people know about their charity, which to me was really freaking awesome. Um, I'd been going to the, they, they run one big event a year. And it's held all over the world. I mean, people all over play it. I think Australia actually got in on it last year, or year before last, because they couldn't do it this year. Um, but I know that one of the guys there, he was walking around, and he actually got to the line in time and got one of them. And I'm like, oh, oh, scalper. And he's like, no, dude, we, we put it in the charity. And I forget how much they made. They made a squat load of money on it, and it all went to, to their charity, which is, I think, St. Jude's uh, Children's you know, thing, cause they're, they're, they're big into helping kids with cancer. So I'm like, alright, see that, that I condone. That's yep. awesome. The sculptors, scalpers piss me off. You know, I, and I didn't even care. I didn't really even want one of them cause I don't, I don't play Imperial. Well, I didn't play Imperial and I definitely wouldn't have played Vader. But, um, you know, I was like, cause you kept hearing all these stories of all the, the, the vendors going and scooping them all up cause I had several people that were there and, you know, you see them out for, for, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever they're going for. And, you know, it, it made me feel good at least one person that was there did the right thing, even though, you know, they, they were in there before anybody else and they got one. They they ended up selling it and making just, you know, a bunch of money for the charity, which I was like, that's cool. That the rest of you guys, cool. shame on you. But other well, not the rest that, of the guys, because I know that there were some guys that actually got lucky and were able to get in and get it uh, some of the other days, because I know, like, the last day – I don't remember who this was. I've heard the story, though, that they went in and they just went by randomly and were like, hey, do you have any Vaders or whatever? And they were like, actually, yeah, because some of like, like it was, they didn't do like a lottery or anything, but they were just like, yeah, like for some reason they just had extras on the last day. And I don't remember why, but they were just like, here you go. And it was and that was it. And I was like, well, I mean, that's cool, but. Uh, what about the rest of us? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to say that this, the problem with this, how this went is 
it got into the hands of, like, scalpers way easier than it got into the hands of your dedicated player base. And that's weird, because we were at Adepticon. We were at Adepticon. Yeah, and we were playing, we we were up there and they were doing X-Wing. They had some exclusive, I think it was a CIS ship, and uh, they they were handing those out. And we went over to get one and they had ran out that day, but they told us on Sunday, which was the last day of the con, you guys go line up and they showed us where. And they said that that we'll go through whatever we have left. We're not taking any of them home. And so, you know, we, we got in line. We were, I think, 10th or 12th in line, and we got them. So they, they knew what they were doing there, and that was before celebrations. So I don't know why they changed what they were doing, because those those ships were going for 60 80 bucks, and I think they were 20 bucks to buy, Yeah, something, something relatively cheap. But, you know, it was like, okay, and then they turn around and do that with Vader, and I was like, why didn't you use the same logistics or whatever for doing doing – you know, celebrations. Right. And I can't speak to how Obi-Wan was handled because I don't know that much about it. I know that there was similar feelings about how it was handled, so I can only assume that it was done in a similar fashion. But from what I'm told, I think there were more Obi-Wans made so that that wasn't as bad as Vader. Because whether or not you got a Vader... I feel like you, I feel like everyone unanimous, unanimously agrees that Vader was handled pretty badly. I don't know many people that are like, the the way that they did Vader was great and they should do it again. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think I know anyone that, that said that. Obi-Wan, I'm not gonna, I'm not, again, I'm not gonna speak to Obi-Wan because I really don't have the detail. I, I, I can't even remember the name of the convention, so let alone how it was handled. Exactly. I think I remember hearing that more of them were made, though, so that, you know, is a step in the right direction. Now, Luke, I'm going to say the way that they did this is actually better than how they did Vader, and here's why. Yes, it was given to stores, and then the stores were given free reign to do whatever they want with it. Yes, it was kind of kind of dodgy who got them what stores got them and what happened with them some of them you're playing to competitively to win yours some of them are in raffles some of them are just being given away but here's why i feel like it was a better exclusive overall it got into the hands of players more accurately and more dependably than it did into the uh, players and collectors then into the hands of scalpers did it get into the hands of scalpers oh absolutely it did you can see them online you can see them for how much they're going but that's going to happen with any exclusive anything there's a and, and you and i are examples and i know tons of other examples i've seen on facebook of people that just went into the store and either got it for free got it for 20 bucks or something because like they run their local communities legion or they're really good legion customers at their local store. And I think that's awesome. And I'm not just saying that because like you and I happen to get them that way, but in but from a from, if I if I didn't get one, I fully expected our store would not get 3 and that I wouldn't win the raffle at Atomic next month. So I just expected that I wasn't getting a Luke and then I just so happened to luckily get a Luke. But factually, if I step back Without, and, and I know I'm slightly biased because I did get one, but I'm trying to be as unbiased with this as possible. The idea that it can get into the hands of your players 
and your collectors through better odds than selling it before general admission at a convention seems like a better exclusive to me. And I think that's good because the guys that will actually, like you, you're going to paint it up and use it, and I know you will because that's just the way you are. Oh, I got a new piece. It's kind of cool. It's not what I play generally all the time, but I'm going to put it on the table. I'm going to do the same thing. To me, the best thing part of it was is when, when they actually put it out and they showed the picture. <laughs> this is really funny because I've got, I've got nine grandkids, so I, I love it when you give them something cool and their eyes get real big and they get all, all you know excited and stuff. Uh-huh. Was to watch Slate Smith. <laughs> do that he's like, yeah. he's like oh oh it's luke it's luke yeah I, 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 oh it's a hot luke and you could just see you know him going <laughs> that little bright light came went off in his head and he realized what it was and he just looks at me he just side eyes me and turns his head and he goes you're gonna paint this right and i'm like oh yeah i'll paint this right <laughs> he's like I'm so excited. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a kid on Christmas who just got a, you know, a lightsaber or something because he got his Luke. And, and to me, that was a lot of fun to watch because, you know, he, he owns a store. It's been bad this year. His other business doesn't, isn't doing very well either because it's an entertainment business. So, you know, he, he does parties and stuff and, you know, he's totally been shut down. Just been, and he's been down about it, which, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, they take away your income, you're, you're gonna be sad. And just to watch him brighten up and be all smiley and kind of kid-like for, for a couple of minutes, you know, before it sets back in that, oh, okay, well, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, but I got this cool-ass Luke, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just got it, it was Sunday, he, he handed me the box this Sunday and, you're still going to paint this, right? I'm like, yes, dude. Who else paints your stuff but me? But, you know, and, and I'm like, it'll be an honor to paint this for you, and it's going to be cool. And we went through how he wanted it painted and all the good stuff. So I've got it at home. I got it out of the box. I was going to prime it tonight. I fell going into the house. I've got a bum foot. And I was like, man, I'm just going to prime this when I get home. So we're going to get the first coat of paint on it tonight. And then uh, over Thanksgiving holiday, which uh, – Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. You guys will get this after Thanksgiving, but happy Thanksgiving. I was going to say, we can't wish anyone anything after it already happens. That's a problem oh, yeah. with how we, we do it, with how we do these. We say, but you're, you're going to, we're going to have all the end of year holidays by, by the time that this episode is out. So, uh, happy holidays. Those are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. There, there you go. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and all that good stuff. There will be another episode before Christmas. Like, well, after, right after Christmas. No, it'll be after. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. This, is going It'll post on my birthday. This is, this is the last episode of 2020, Bob. Thank God. We're trashed really bad, so it's, 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 no, just can't. It's we're weird to say it. this in November, but it's going to be, this is, this is the last time we have to make this podcast and upload it in this terrible this year. year. Yes. And, and you guys can all like, like listen to the next episode on my birthday, which is January 1st. We do accept presents and cool stuff and, and well wishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. We're, we're, well, is is first going to be a Sunday? I don't know. Maybe we're on the first Sunday of each month. Yeah, uh, I know, uh, I know. But well, that'll be that'll either be it'll be the third. Yeah, it'll be January third. So you're close. So you can, so you can, know what? We can wish Bob belated birthdays. There you go. Anyway, back to Luke. Uh, the yeah, I was going to say that was a fun tangent. In my opinion, it's the best way that an exclusive figure has been handled so far. Even if that wasn't the original way it was supposed to be intended, I think it's a this really was cool. better. Now, is it the best? Is it the best way to do it? I still think maybe not, but I think it's close. So what do you think is the best way? So I don't know if this is the best way, but I like the idea of it going through stores. 
Now this now keep in mind I think this was just like North America and uh you know Canada and I think Europe got some I'm actually not sure if that's true so I won't say that but exclusive go through worldwide stores I think that would be good a good start I like I like that as a start um in, this is this is my this is my dream exclusive this is how if I have infinite resources and they can do anything this is how I do it. this is how Atomic Mass Games, take notes, should should reasonably do a release of an exclusive figure. So, send three to your stores like you did. Give one away in a tournament. Give one away for a painting contest. And then do a third one that, like, I don't know, that goes to, like, it goes in a kit for, I don't know, like a raffle, kind of like they're doing. I don't know if that's the best way. But, like, I like the idea of giving them to the stores, making them part of kits, whether they're for a tournament or whether they're for a painting contest or just a store promo. I like doing those better than getting them to VIP scalpers at conventions. Because that gets into the hands of the people that are playing your game and are actively going out and doing things, getting your game, buying your game, playing your game locally and making communities. That's how it gets into their hands. I like that. And maybe for the, and then maybe do a limited, small, short website run. If you can sell it online in your store, very briefly of whatever you got left. That way, Everyone has some kind of chance. Everyone has, uh, the players have some kind of chance. Because the worst feeling in the world is getting a, getting 90% of the way to the criteria for this exclusive and then still having zero chance. It's the worst feeling for an exclusive. And if you don't have a store near you and maybe you can access Asmodee, the website, that's how you buy all your stuff because there's no local game store for you. Or you're not going to have one soon because of COVID. I don't know. But the way that these sh- – if, if you can give everyone some kind of chance, that's the best way to do it. So I, I like the idea of giving them to your local stores, but get, but maybe have more of a structure for how you do it. <clears throat> maybe give one away in a tournament, either to your winner or, you know, to somebody. I, I would think your winner. So that supports your competitive play. Give one to your... How about best sportsman? Yeah, I was going to say, you could do, like, uh, give one to your best painted, and then there's your commu- and then there's your hobbyist side, and then do a third one, and, like, maybe that one you leave up to the store how they do. So they could make an award, like, best sportsman, or they could raffle them off to some random, someone random so that you're just encouraged to come and play, and then you've got your chance. Like Atomic, like a, a Atomic... Uh, games is doing and because because i because i like that better than giving it to the winner because it everyone feels like if they show up they have equal chance i like exactly that. that's, that's uh, what we decided when we did it that way and ready to do a, oh sorry yeah Go sorry I, I was gonna say i just feel like you know however they choose to do it their exclusives even if they do a convention exclusive maybe save some of the stock and do an online you know funko does that with their pops if they do a convention exclusive they also do it to shared retailers. Like, there's, uh, there's been Star Wars pops that I've gotten. There were ones at Celebration that I also didn't get to get, and that's a whole other story. But they did shared exclusives with 
retail stores. So Hot Topic, GameStop, Walmart, you know, those, they get a, con- they're a quote unquote convention exclusive. And then it's a limited run that they make one time only. Do something like that or sell it through your website. If you have, like save some stock aside and sell it briefly on your website, is it going to be sold out in a matter of two minutes or one minute? Yes. But at least people had some kind of a chance, you know? They have the illusion of having a chance by getting onto the website, and if the website never loaded, fine. But if Or if you got stuck in the shopping cart, fine. But it's better than the 0% chance you had by not going to the convention. You know what I mean? So that's my thoughts on that. That's pretty much sums up what I think, too. I'm, re- I'm ready for point costs and, and erratic stuff. All Are right. you ready for that? I'm going to fun stuff before I lose my voice. Uh, I know. It's been a long, been a long day. I've been coughing, but I've been I've been lucky enough to catch it, mute it, mute it before, so. All right, everybody. We so, have a new game called Star Wars Legion. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they sure don't like the Republic very much either. So let, let's let's start with All those right, guys. Before, before you get, before I'm going to get my bucks. rant. I'm going to get my rant before I lose my voice. And uh, tell you what, Bob. So let's, yep. let me just say this: a lot of point changes, a lot of erratas for some of the core fundamental rules. Not too core, not too fundamental, but a lot of core fundamental rules got changed. This is the, by the way, for context, this is the yearly update for Legion uh, that was promised through FFG and Alex Davey. They were going to do once a year uh, point changes. Whether that structure is going to be the same for when Atomic Mass takes over, don't know. But right now they're honoring it, and this is how it and this is how it looks. So we got our point changes. We got a we got card erratas, and there were a lot of changes made. If you want to see all of the changes, like I said. Go check out, go check out the document for yourself. It's all the blue text or go check out Legion Academy's video where they sit there and they explain it to you. And it's very helpful for when you read something new and you go, I don't know. I still don't know how that works or why did they add this? They explain it for you. So awesome video. Go check those out. We're just going to talk about some of the biggest stuff and our favorite stuff. Bob is going to talk about his least favorite stuff, which is that a lot of his core uh, or a lot of his uh, Republic stuff got upgraded and now they can't share standbys. Yeah, and then I was fine with that. I think that is a great move. That's that's when I was talking to some people that that had some say in what was going on. That was a uh, that was one thing that that they pointed out. I said, "Yeah, man, I I really honestly don't care about standbys because we don't use them here very much. Off and on you'll see them, but not very often in Overwatch and all that." So, to me that wasn't bad, but yeah, it needed cut cuz I was told on TTS and stuff it was just it was rampant. It was oh, yeah. just it was just disgusting. So you know, okay, cool, do it. That's that's fine. Um, the turn zero generation they fixed that to where you cannot use. Uh, I was all about that. Yeah, offensive tactics and uh, agile. You cannot use that at generation. So like Rex, if he does do do a recon move, he doesn't get to to activate his tactical. So he doesn't start with, with, with tokens, which to me, I don't think was that big of a problem with, 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 with tactical and, and agile, because in the first turn, generally you're not going to shoot anything anyway, usually. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it does. Uh, but yeah, still. I was going to say, Bob, here was the problem, was when you had arcs uh, and phase two clones with long-range weapons that were or with, like, you know, your Z6 and everything. Force. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and your and your Overwatch clones, and then... And then you play, and then first turn, Rex plays his, uh, take, take that, that clankers. And now all those aims that you generated turn zero and turn one 
are now getting shared amongst the entire line exactly. down to range four. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but that was only two units with shoot range four. But still, yeah, I could see it. I'll give them well, that one. Well, if you had fives. I'll totally three. give them that one. And I'll give them the Tauntauns because the Tauntauns, if they're played right, they can be monsters. So they can totally be that. So that's cool. I could I could deal with that. I could deal with the whole standby thing because it, it's something I don't use. So I'm not, it didn't hurt me. I guess I hurt a lot of the competitive guys because that's what they did. What I did not like, we're going to, uh, we're going to go to point cost. They up the arcs. Like six points, and the strike team six points, which they've got a lot of stuff. I was I would have gone maybe four points, maybe. I would have just done the two the two the standby and the the first round generation stuff and see how it went. But they kind of went wholeheartedly in, into the stuff and they upped the points on like uh, our troopers. Like I said, were six both both types. They did take the bark speeder down, which I was really happy with that. It's down to sixty points. They bumped up phase twos to 62 points. The reason that they did that was the same reason because, um, with Rex of passing out tokens with the uh, aggressive tactics, which they also bumped another five points, you know, he could send out the, the arc or the uh, phase twos were already getting the, uh, the surge tokens for being reliable. And then Rex would throw some on him, you know, with his when he could give them a token. And so I could see them having two or three of the standbys if you've got six sets of phase twos out there. You know, that, that's, that's what, 12? And they only, they only went up two points. Yeah, two points. So it's, it's not bad. Yeah. It kind of does the cost. Obi-Wan went down five, which was cool. It looks Woo-hoo. like all, all the force users got, got a downgrade. Here's the one that hurt a lot of people. I'm not a big secret mission guy. I, I just, whenever I see an R2, oh, I start man. at it. It went up to like by ten points, so it's forty five just from them. So our three P R Yeah, you you like playing Secret Mission. I'm just like, oh, uh, there's there's an R two over there. I'm going to shoot it. Um, I was not looking forward to. I I like I knew R two was going to get a points top, and I was like, I, oh I, man, I I know I'm I get it. It's balanced. It's good. I just felt bad because you know you feel bad no matter what when you get a points upgrade even the, even if you totally believe that it was worth it or totally believe that it was balanced and needed it still feels bad you're like oh man the thing now it costs more ah uh, they they took the guns down on the bark a little bit the twin laser cannon um the the RT I am a you know I used to play rebels all the time and I loved rebels and then I ran into the clones and I'm like this red dice thing is a thing isn't it this is awesome. <laughs> I hate the white dice. I can't. I like it I when people don't die. Yeah, I can't play the, play the rebels anymore. So it was kind of cool. Even on the uh, both all the AT RTs have the same cost for the weapons. Every time you watch an episode of Clone, I keep looking for for any AT RT that's got a rotary cannon on it or a flamer, and yeah. it's it's never there. You're like, why did they make those? And you always see them with 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 the lasers. They took the lasers down to ten points. So if you want to run a screen accurate, you know. Uh, ATRT, you can do it for 10 points instead of 20 for the others. Is it good? Eh, I don't know. I'm, it's, it's still three dice. It's still gonna do some damage. Plus it's kind of padding against all the tanks that you're gonna see. Um, and it's range four. And it's range four, two to four. So you're, you use your, your guy on top of it with his rocket launcher, you know, for range one to, range one, and then you use your, your laser for the rest of it. Um, I don't know about the cost on the clone specialists and stuff like that. That's didn't really affect me too much either. So, um, stuff core went down. Yeah, core went down. They went down. Went down. I was I was so happy to see that. Uh, the <laughs> RTS six uh, is is gone down a little bit too, which is good because I I get a bad feeling 
with the uh, the other change that that really caught my eye is to where you do not have to put a commander in if you have something with field commander at the ta- this time the only two things that have field commanders is the droid tank and the republic tank yeah uh, we Republic gets gets Ala Secura out there, so you don't have to put Rex in, you don't have to put Obi in, you don't have to put Anakin in. You can put her out there. Um, you cannot do it until the clone specialists and the droid specialists come out because you do not have enough command cards to do it because it states in the rules that you have to have seven. So you but can do that's four. coming soon. It's January. So, yeah, that'll it's be out January. In that'll be coming soon. So as soon as that happens, we can start looking forward to that. Yeah, Let me tell you. You're going to get so many tanks out there. Sean Morris, if you're listening to this, yeah, buddy, we're ready for your double tank, your ATT tanks. Yeah, yeah. Just bring those on out. We'll, we'll, we'll burn those down with, with, with our, our saber tanks. So, not that we I won't. Get, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we won't. Someone I, will. We they never won't. get to play them. Yeah. Someone, someone, someone will mow your field for Sean you there is, on this. Uh, Sean is super good with those. <laughs> he is notoriously good with those. Him and, him and Jace both. Um, anyway, the, the uh pretty much around the board, yeah, if we're gonna go points wise, what happened real quick. Separatists did not get touched much at all. Their Which leaders went down by five points. Jordicas went down by like twenty. Uh I, and I core units did, core yeah. units went down by a couple points because all the core did. They want they core units themselves, only a couple of them went down, but like core upgrades and extra troopers all around for all four factions went down. And that's to encourage, I think that was to encourage more upgraded core, because we're seeing special forces and supports and stuff, but we're not seeing, like, fleshed out core in any way. We're seeing core get thrown in at bare minimum to get list requirements done, and then we're just seeing naked core were done. I don't think I ever ran, I ran, I usually run one unit of naked core just to stay in the backfield and guard whatever objectives back there. I always put some sort of heavy gun on them, on them, because uh, to me, they're out there. They need to do some work. Four, four black dice to me. Even if you're throwing six extra with a with a Z six and they're not hitting anything, at least you have the potential of doing some extra damage. To me, four points of damage just it isn't enough to do much because they're going to bounce at least two of them anyway. Yeah. Um, clones, you get you heard everything from Bob mostly. Uh, the Empire, you know, Boba went down. Vader, Vader, both Vaders went down. Uh, Dubax went down. <clears throat> Man, I, I am losing my voice. Ooh, uh, the HSC went down again, I think, and it was, it, it, a lot, a lot of, a lot of stuff got dropped a little bit, and it, it, it just helpful. Um, upgrades, as far as they get, as far as Empire goes, you know, all the core upgrades went down a little bit. Uh, our favorite thing that we saw was General Weiss is now one point. That's that's hilariously funny. It's like, oh, 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 they can't make him zero because, well, okay, they can't. Uh, and then, uh, last but not least, save the best for last, the Rebel Alliance. Oh boy, we got they got good, they got a nice nice, got nice some good stuff, right man. There. Fleets went down by four. Chewie went down. Chewie went down a little bit. Or, I think Chewie went down. To, yeah, he went down to ninety. Yeah, uh, Wookiees, man, Wookiees got the the, yep, got the them stuff. Fuckers. I'm afraid of them now. Okay, they dropped to 69 points, which I was like, nice. Uh, they got some, they got some upgrades to their keywords. Uh, Wookiees got Duelist, which is on the Beskad Duelist, yep. uh, and the Mandalorians. 
Fun that's fact. where you can actually Fun get fact, I really can't find any podcast that can pronounce that right. The Beskad Duelist. It's Beskar. Beskar Duelist. Bob, I swear to God. Pick up, go to your expansion of Rebel, of Mandalorians right now. Go to your thing, go look at the heavy, and I want you to spell on the card... B E S K A D and tell me it's pronounced Beskar. That's dip that they messed that card up then because if no, you look at didn't. all the stuff, it's Beskar is one of all these three. Alright, we're gonna look that up before next show and we're gonna it's, we're gonna have it out. It's, it's the style of the sword. The sword is called a Beskad. Is it? The, yeah, it is the design the sword it, yeah, it's it's made it preferred it's made in Beskar. Beskar. Yes. But the sword itself is called a best. Sword. All right, I'll give you that one. All one, right, out of out of all the other one point, you get a point. <laughs> one point, point. You get a good point. There you go. If everyone else could please honor that name, thank you. <laughs> I hear everyone butchering it. I'm like, come on, guys. Bestcad duelist. Anyway, all right. That aside, they got the duelist keyword, so now they can spend aims to get pierce in melee and dodge it, and they can spend dodges to be immune to pierce in melee, which Whew, it's awesome. Awesome stuff. Uh, the, they got scale. Lost, like, un- unhindered in that, and they gained scale, which everyone was hoping for. Chewie also got scale. Yep. Which is cool. Uh, and he, in his melee, gained lethal one, which, awesome. Awesome. Uh, Luke? Operative Luke. Actually went down. By five points. Or was it So five? did, uh... What was it? The was uh, Pathfinders. Pathfinders went down. No, now I'm, now I'm second-guessing myself. Yeah, it was five. It just went down by five. Um, and yeah, Pathfinders went down. Pathfinders are now uh, 58 points. Right. And I love that they went in and made Bispin and Pal a two-point a hit point. Yeah. Card. So they upgraded those, and they also upgraded DTF-1-6 from the, uh, from from, on the Empire. Yeah, on the Death Trooper side. Which is All right, awesome. another thing. People say DTF-16 like it's a gun. DTF-16 is a character. That's his designation. And, it's a, and she's like a, a she. Yeah. That's her designation as a death trooper. She's a you, real character. Do you remember right. where she came from? Do you remember? From Rebels. Yeah, she was on Rebels. She was there in that when they were digging up that temple on, on uh, that, or she was on one of those. She was on a ship. She was on the ship when they were protecting the kyber crystals. Uh, what now? Oh, uh, the airspeeder obviously got a huge buff again. Dude, that's uh, freaking awesome. I'm so points, happy with that. Both with points and with, um, new keywords for, uh, now we're, now we're gonna get into mainly keywords. Uh, with, um, compulsory vehicles. Actually, before that, upgrades for the, uh, the rebels. Uh, I'd like to point out that, you know, rebel, rebel core and obviously upgrades and stuff went down. Maybe, Ben's two favorite rebel things that got Don't changed for his lists. Yep. Jyn Erso went down by 10 points. The Darksaber went down by 10 points. Don't you mention your your, your build, because that's the most Blah. said word in, 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 in this entire podcast in our history. Blah. We have said that word too many damn times. Blah. Ladies' Almost. Night. Oh, I love it. I've heard it too many times. Ran into the ground. It's like listening Ladies to your night favorite went album. down. Like twenty some odd points just from this, just from this errata, and I was like, "Heck yeah, here we go! More upgrades, more stuff get thrown around." 
Uh, also, Sabine's combat shield went down by by I think five points. It's it's only five points now. I think it was ten. Yeah, I think it. I think it. Yeah, I think it was ten. Uh, so that was fun. And the fleet troopers, as a core unit, went down by four points, and are now. Uh, now as much fleet, as just like the just like the regular core. Yeah, the regular core. And then and then the extra troopers went down. So we want to hear my Ben's other list. His skirmish list, the Tantive Four list. Okay, you can talk that, about that because that cool that list is actually really cool. Well, what's wrong with Ladies' Night? What's wrong with it's it's with overused. It? It's not overused. Overused. The word Ladies' Night is overused. But go ahead. I know you're happy with it. The Tantive Four team also went down by like twenty some odd points. So I'm I've been debating how I want to how I want to fill in those points. I'll leave it up. I, I'm going to pose it to you guys and some of my friends and stuff, I'm kind of posing around. How should I fill in, like, the 20 points that I made back on the Tantive 4 team? My first thought is I can give every unit of fleet troopers targeting scopes. Which is good. Which is good. I mean, it's just white dice. It's just one more white dice, but it's like, you know, it's like, now they're stormtroopers. Now they have precise, you know? Exactly. Um, or do I give them smoke grenades? To improve their cover, because R2 has that card that I used at the beginning of the game for the smoke token, and I'm kind of like, wouldn't it be nice if I had more of those? And now they're only two points. Do I do a mix? Like, do the full squads get targeting scopes, and then do the medic squads get smoke grenades? I don't know. I think I would go that route if I had to, because that way you get a little bit of cover when they're out there healing stuff up, and you save those guys. Yeah, so I don't know. It's uh, it's 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 debatable. I'm I'm still I'm still tossing around ideas. If uh, if anyone has any good ideas, listen, go listen to the last cast. That'll have my the full Tantive Four list in it, and just realize that it's gone down by like twenty points. And uh, help me figure out what the best way is to uh, put those points back. I don't really I care about to... a, I don't really care about a bid, especially in skirmish right now. So yeah, you don't need a bid in skirmish. I I don't care about a bid. <laughs> I'm like. My list should be in all, in all game modes. I'm like, my list should be good enough to take on whatever you whatever you're bringing. Even if you're even if you're specialized for it, I should at least give you a challenge. So, I, I've I've not been that I've not been in the my list needs to be like seven seventy something party. I'm like uh, I don't care. I want more guns. guns. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, right. I'm looking here at the uh, Rata thing that they put out, and I noticed this the other day just thumbing through it because I was mostly looking at the points updates, uh-huh. <clears throat> but covert observation. This command card should read, while opponents is issuing uh, orders using a command card, each unit that is issuing an order gets a suppression. Yep. That's kind of cool. That's a, that's a lot better than that card was. Totally new. It was great. It was totally awesome because, you know, okay, it's seen what you're doing, therefore it knows where to shoot you. And then they did the same with the Rebel uh, one-pip card, Sabotage Communications, while the opponent is issuing orders front using the command card, they can issue only one order with that card. So, so basically, you're 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 playing with the radio and kind of kind of toning them out to where they can't give the orders out. It's which pretty close to what it, yeah, it's pretty close to what it originally did, but nobody but, was using either of those cards. Yeah, neither one's used. So that's kind of cool. We're going to see that probably out a little bit. Like we've already gone over Wookies. Um, the Mark II Medium Blaster. Slade's going to be happy about this one, too. It's got now range four. That's the uh, the Blaster. No, no, no. Four health. Is that right? 
not range four. Yeah, four, four health. health. Sorry, threshold of four. Yeah, wound threshold. If it I went to range know. four. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That, that uh, been. I don't know. It would have been broken. <laughs> that would have been fun. Um, now we're fire yeah. supporting at range four. I'm I'm, I'm not okay uh, well, with it. We don't. Yeah, yeah that's And true. I'm the rebel player. So. Yeah, he's a rebel player. So. But I looked at it wrong. The lighting in here isn't real bright. Um, and then we went into upgrade cards. Aggressive tactics went up to 15. I see it, but still not happy. But, you know, we'll take it. So that's the worst they do. We went over, um, oh yeah, the, where, where the one to four comes into the CM 93 trooper in, in the yeah, rebel. The veteran, the veteran four. heavy gun. Yeah, he went to four. four. Yeah. yeah that's that, that, cool. that's cool. That was cool, yeah, because, like I said, Slade's going to be happy. I, I got now this, it's just a T21 so. officially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, they did a lot of cool stuff. I'm I'm, I'm really happy with the card upgrades and stuff. Um, the airspeeder, you know, it's, it's got its tow cable it's free. Crit. And it's got, yeah, it surges to crit, which it should. I'm sorry, you're shooting shooting people on the ground usually. Um, or vehicles. Or vehicles. It's the airspeeder. It's got to be cool. It is. It's very cool. I but love my, the idea. Oh, go ahead. My favorite thing that I found in the end, well, not my favorite, but because everything's good mostly except for that points thing that we're not going to go over anymore. They uh, they made the speeders, the speeder ones and speeder twos, uh, repulsor vehicles to where you can do your compulsory at the end of your move. Because I really never liked repulsor vehicles because it, to me it just throws your timing off. You got to be yeah. in the right place at the right time, and then oh, I got to move speed three. Crap! I just you know messed up what I was doing. Now I like it. You can you can pull up on on on, on a round, and then the next round you can shoot and then pull around the corner or whatever. Kind of almost like that. Uh, what is it? Steady. You know, not as not yeah. as good because you still got to get turned around to shoot again. But I think it's going to make those those more viable. I know I know Paul Watson was excited about that. Because he's like now, Barks can do, actually do a little bit more work. He's really good at those though, because he played a Imperial speeder bike, so that's where he cut his teeth doing the repulsor. So he had a little bit more advantage. But he said, "No, this is awesome because now you you can. You don't have to worry about moving the first round and figuring out where you got to be, and then just sit there and get shot." So you can really barrage something now because you can you can do two turns. You could do a you can do a really heavy drive by in two turns because you could. Do a compulsory first turn, not maybe not round one, but like first turn of this of this maneuver. Of your action. Do yep. do a compulsory move at the start to get yourself into position. Maybe you're in flanking position. Imagine, dude, imagine this as a last first. Okay. Yep. You get you have your you have your dudes that are in cover that you're wanting to shoot. You do your speeder bikes. You compulsory move. This is let's say this is the last activation. Compulsory move into a position where they're flanking your opponent where they have no cover. Then you have two actions. You aim and fire. And then round two, you're firsting with them again. You don't do your compulsory move because you're in the perfect position. Yep. You aim fire again. And then you do your compulsory move. Now you're now you're not in your position anymore because because it's a fast mover and, you, and yep. it's a tight situation. But man, imagine that as a, as a that's scary. Whew. That's just especially. It makes speeders you know, more user friendly, but does. it also gives them a higher ceiling of skill. Well, yeah, but and, and anytime you do both of those things, it's awesome. It is. Look at the uh, the, the the imperial speeders, you know, because they that's that's just right up their alley. Uh-huh. They've got they've got all those dice they're throwing every time. So yeah, you 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 last first it, 
What, what do they throw? I forget what they throw. I don't have the card with me. I think but. they throw a rainbow. The yeah, so spikes. two two rainbows. I've only played in, I've only played against Josh a million times, and he only yeah. plays the speeder bikes like near every time because he no, loves nobody he around me plays speeder bikes. But yeah, I mean, imagine that they're they're throwing double rainbow at you, you know, twice basically, you know, and that's just going to put a lot of damage out there. Then they're just going to drive off like, oh yeah, see you later. Yep. That's that was probably one of my favorite because I was like, man, because when the barks come out, I was like, I'm going to run these, and then I'm like, oh god, I can't do these; these suck. So I've actually redone an army with with a bark in it. So I'm going to see how that Ooh, goes. Nice. Can't wait to I can't wait to see the bark back on the table. I want to yeah. get it back on the table. They're pretty. The, there's so many different styles. I've done one with without the side card, and I made it. Who was it? it was, was it Apo? No, it wasn't Apo. It was a. Uh, who killed out a Gallia on, on, on the speeder bikes and. Oh, and yeah. I, I painted yeah, one up like him. Yep. It, I forget what, which clone it was, but I painted up one with him where he doesn't have a sidecar. And then I made an orange one because I wanted it to go with my orange clones, which I painted first. So I've got two different ones and then I've got an extra one. So if, if somebody comes up with a cool idea, I can paint it up like that too. You know, so I've got three stuff. I now have three. I knew I had two. Because I painted one up like the standard bark, and I just painted the Phase One clones, just shinies. My second one, I know I'm going to paint 269th, so it's going to be purple. Right. I don't know what I'm going to do with the third one. I'll probably do another 269th bike. I've but got we'll mine's see. been set in a box because after I got that bad taste in my mouth, where I was like, "Yeah, whatever, these are cool looking. They'll look nice on the shelf." But now that they've opened up the way they work, I'm like, "Okay, I'll give them another try." I'm, I'm that way with everything, you know. First, first impressions mean a lot to me, but then, you know, yeah. eventually you get really tired. I've been playing playing Empire for a bit because I, got, I yeah, you're gonna freak out. I got tired of playing clones because <laughs> at at the house, Mike runs clones, I run clones, Shaughnessy runs clones. We've got one one dude. Um, TJ, he basically, he runs Imperial or, or droids. So, you know, that's, that's the selection of the house during, during the lockdown and everything. Those are the only guys I allowed at my house. And then one of them got COVID. We, we took two or three weeks off and he got it. So he wasn't welcome out there because, you know, he had to get cleaned. So, you know, it kind of slowed down to where it was clones with clones. So I'd like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go play Imperial. Pull those guys out. Do pretty well with them. They do pretty good. What about that freaking tank carrying around an e-web generator? That's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, transports are now completely overhauled. So now, as opposed to the way that transports used to be, where nobody was transporting anybody, except occasionally you'd see snowtroopers going inside of a, a gav tank, and nobody was taking anybody inside the land speeder, open transports and closed transports are now completely overhauled. You can take actions inside of them. You can shoot from them. You can take cover in them. You can, you can get shot. <laughs> you can get shot in them, but you don't have to get auto-wounded when the vehicle gets shot. In fact, when the vehicle gets destroyed, you don't even auto-die. You get a wound and a suppression token, and you get placed somewhere like in base contact with where the vehicle was when it dies. And that's so cool, and it changes it so much. Speeders are all – everyone's so excited to start running speeders again. I've already seen pictures of people who have been posting their games and their battle reports where they're using speeders and they've got people in them. Uh, it changes the game so much to have people shooting from inside of vehicles. It's so cool. Everyone's I, I, been – all the all the Rebel players are putting Han Solo and 
in their land speeders and all the empire players are putting e-webs in their gavs, which by the way makes them lose the fixed keyword now. So now yep. you can yep. 360 shoot that e-web, which, woo, scary. Exactly. What I thought would be cool is to throw Palpatine in the back of one of those and just drive his butt around laying lightning to everybody. Ooh, oh, oh no, Dude, oh. Do you, do you remember when I, when I, when, when the gavs first came out, I, I got my, uh, I've got, uh, Palpatine on the throne from the other Star Wars game that was out from, uh, WizKids. And he's sitting on the throne and stuff. I, that was the first thing I did. I ended up putting Palpatine on the back of it. And I'm like, would this just not be crazy as a, as a palp mobile? Get a, oh, get, no. get a little, little bubble to put over it. So he, so he's got his little bubble like, like the, like the Pope and just drive his ass around and just go, Oh, you get lightning. You get some lightning. How about some lightning over there? I hadn't even <laughs> thought about how far Palp's going to get to move yeah. up the board now. Yeah. Oh, Is it a mess? Well, Is that just a mess or Palp's what? coming back, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Palp's yeah. coming back and he's got a car. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got his own Pope mobile. So I'm, I'm going to find a piece of plexiglass or something. I'm going to build a little enclosure for him on the back of it That's and gonna call, it the, call it the Pope mobile. Because this, the thing is so cool because he's sitting in the throne and he's all laid back, you know, like when he's watching Luke and Vader go, you know, and he's just got that smirk on his face. I'm like, oh, dude, we got to do something with this. And then there was nothing you could do with it because he was enclosed. Then you had to get his, his, his old, old, I'm going to say it, his old ass out of there to get him to do anything. But now, you know, you just drive him around. You know, it's, it's driving Mr. Palp and, you know, not Miss Daisy anymore. It's Mr. Palp. All right. Well, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to share with you an equally scary concept. R2-D2 in the land speeder is now very not. It's not only less of a risk and less of a gamble. It's now quite viable. It's very quick. is what it is. Well, speed because, two. Well, here's the deal. You can take actions inside the land speeder now. Yep. R2-D2 doesn't need to get out of the land speeder in order to score secret mission. Which I bet you that gets that gets nuked really quick. I don't know, man. If 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 Palpatine can get to the middle of the board in like one turn now, maybe having R two doing secret mission isn't so bad. I, I will say it is really good, so that might change. But and you know maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I maybe I'm totally wrong on this. But the thing is, as as far as I can tell, R two D two in the land speeder. The land speeder runs up the side of the board. People want to shoot R two D two. You know, it's the same as if you're shooting R2 without a land speeder now. In the old rules, you just shot the land speeder and then R2 took wounds and then you couldn't do anything about it and that was it. Right. So nobody really did it. I thought it was a funny idea, but I never actually really went through with it. Now I absolutely am because now if you shoot the land speeder, you're just shooting the land speeder. If you shoot R2, one, he's in heavy cover. Two, after you shoot him for the first time and he gets that suppression token, now you're always going to have a viable target which is the land speeder. Right. Now you always have to shoot the land speeder because the land speeder is a valid target that's right next to R2. There's no terrain scoping your way around that. I've seen a lot of people getting really good with terrain scoping to make sure that they can get a shot on R2 and 3PO. But with the land speeder, you're not going to be able to do that because he's in the land speeder. If you can see R2, you can see the speeder. So you have to shoot the speeder. It comes back down to my, my thing, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's white dice. It's white dice. It's got that sure, armor. What but here's the other thing now. You can take actions in the land speeder. R2-D2 can repair himself or the land speeder while he's in it. Exactly. That's why I think so, it's probably going to get neutered. Ooh, it's good. It's, it, unless it's I'm wrong. Good. It's no, super I'm, good. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks great. It looks great on paper. I, I personally want to go out and buy, like, two more land speeders. I have to one. Sean Worst take a shot at it. He'll just kill it because his dice are just so Yeah, fire. well, that's different. Yeah. 
I, I personally want to go get like two more land speeders, and I want to do. I want to do a purple one because I love me my purple. But I also want to do like an R two D two themed speeder and just make that the R two mobile. When they first talking started <laughs> talking about the, the speeder, Freeman was still playing. Nick Freeman, yep. hey Nick, if you're still listening to podcasts about Legion, um, and I, I I was in contact with him. I was talking about doing art and stuff, and I said, you know, I'm going to buy two of those speeders. I'm going to paint them red, and I'm going to paint thing one and thing two on them, and put the white circle on the hood. So I think probably I've got a second speeder. I, my first one is red. I've got a second one, and I'm thinking about I'm probably actually going to make that reality. Is I'm going to I'm going to paint oh. thing one and thing two on it, and, and and then run two commanders and put and one in each of them. Yeah. Put put solo in one and put R two in the other and and run it for all. Its or worth. Han in one and Chewie in the other. You could do that too. And then run them side by put side, side by so side. they're still getting teamwork. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I actually, I, I had thought about, I had taken an old Wookiee from, from the, the WizKids game again, and I give him a flagpole to hold on to. I haven't got the flag done yet. And I was going to stand him on the back of the, of the speeder, so, and I was going to paint the rebel symbol on the flag. And my buddy Jeff, who plays a lot of Warhammer and got a lot of uh, bits and pieces, had this flag, and it's just a long, it's probably like two inches, the tails on it, where it's, it fans out. And I'm thinking, man, if I paint that with a rebel symbol on it, throw it on that snow, on that speeder. Uh-huh. <clears throat> that's going to look cool. Put Chewbacca in that because remember the old the old thing with Chewbacca. You put him in the speeder and you just drive him around and let him get shot because when he comes out and they blow up the speeder or whatever, or he he disembarks, enraged, he's pissed off. Yeah, so he's going to go. You know, you drop him off to, next to a group of stormtroopers and them suckers are all going to die. You know, because he's all pissed off anyway. He's just going to smash everything and he's going to die anyway. But still. It's a, it was, I always thought that was a really cool concept, so I, I thought, well, I'm going to stick a Wookiee on one of them. But, yeah, that's kind of fun. Stick Solo and, Wookie, and Chewbacca in there, or stick Solo and, and, and R2 in there, and, and have basically Han, you know, block for him, and, and go to town. It is going to be so much it's fun. It's going to be a fun, fun thing. I think you're going to see a lot of people, like I said, I'm a, I'm pretty much an exclusive clone player, but I think with all the new stuff and all the neat ideas and even like the pout, the pout mobiles is I'm going to try it. You will see that on the board at some time. Um, and you'll see the R2 mobile. And the or, R2- sorry, I, I patented the name. I call it R2D2. And you're like, what? And I'm like, uh, it, it's an acronym. It stands for ride to deployment to <laughs> ice. Very nice. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that that's we're going to see these lot, things. It's going to be a lot of choices on on target acquisition on what 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 you need to kill first with the uh, the new stuff. But I'm pretty excited. That's about all I got on that. I mean, we went through the yep. kind of the stuff. They, the Legion Academy went through and did the deep dive. We, we were just kind of skimming the surface with a rock. You know, gotcha. and, uh, yeah, yeah. And we were, we just, were and, and then talking about our stupid dumb stuff that we want to try. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and that's cool. Eventually, I hope that we can get us like out in the forum somewhere, and, and people can leave us their their crazy, silly ideas, and we go, "Oh crap! I didn't even think about that." That's yeah, well, we did. I we we started to get that with uh with the skirmish post. Yeah, when we, when we posted when I posted the last episode on Facebook and said like, and the and you know the title was like, "You brought what to skirmish?" Because like it was it was all of us talking about our like weird janky skirmish lists, uh. And then, you know, people were replying and posting, like, what their favorite skirmish list is. And so yeah. I'm like, yeah, 
Um, it's good. Yeah, this, talk to us. We'll talk yeah, I was going to say, for this post, if you, I mean, for this episode, if, like, if you want to write in the write in the comments and you want to share like what awesome crazy stuff you're all about for the new for the new RRG, if you love if you have some new crazy combo that you want to do or that you're excited about or just like what Bob and I are talking about, we now have vehicle paint jobs that we're going to go out and do that are going to be really fun. If you have stuff like that, show us, share it, let's do it, let's see it. Yep. yep. I, th- right. I think I think maybe we should end. I, I want to do one more thing really super quick. Okay. I, I, I have been just talked off about Anakin Skywalker and that stupid flaw card. I have just been madder than squat oh, Okay. Just why in the heck do you, you're going to lose him for a turn? You know, and why doesn't Maul have a flaw card? Because his should be anger and he should have to attack a commander that pisses him off or whatever. But still, why in the hell would I ever put Anakin Skywalker in when I'm going to lose him for a round if he's got suppression and they're going to play that stupid card? And I, I, I was on, on our chat with, with Legion Academy, cause we talk to those guys every day. And I'm like, Joe, what the hell, dude? Why, why is it that way? And he's like, what in the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, you lose, you lose Anakin because it's so easy to get one suppression. And he's like, no, you idiot. You, you, you can't give him. He a didn't, th- he didn't say that. He kind of said that, but <laughs> it, it, was, it was in the tone because I could just hear him going, Bob's an idiot. Why is he doing this? You know, he's smarter than that. He's a good player. He knows what he's, he's a judge. Why the heck? I had misread that stupid card because when I read it, I was like, no. First I was pissed because, because, you know, Maul should have a, have a, have a flaw card. It should be called anger, an unbridled anger. And he should have should to attack. be called Kenobi, but I was going to say that <laughs> fix hyperfixation. If there's a Kenobi on the thing, he has to go after it. Um, when they get Qui Gon out, he has to go kill him first before he can kill Kenobi. But that, he should have some sort of flaw dealing with his anger because you know that he was just a big ball of of angry fur or non fur, but horns. You know, and it just I, it, it got me so honked off that I didn't read Anakin's card. So now I'm really happy with Anakin. I've got. My, my, my new list that I think I'm looking at is going to be Anakin, Rex, and, and some clones. Just because that's what you're used to. You, you don't turn on Clone Wars. You know, I think there's maybe six episodes that they're not together. And the same with Ahsoka. I hope to God they make her an operative. Oh, so that's can, what I was going to say. So with yeah. the new Field Commander rules, exactly. I am now only one release away from starting my Republic Ladies Night list. I'm going to I just it. need Ahsoka. Yeah, no, you're not getting Ahsoka. We're getting Ahsoka. Yeah, I am. We're getting Ahsoka, and, and, and she can be an operative even. She doesn't have to be a commander, I, and and I'm already good to go. Yeah. Now yeah. I have to go out and get a saber, but then I'll have my then I'll have three, and so I can make Republic Ladies' Night, and it'll be Ayla Sakura as my field commander, and it'll be Padme, and it'll be Ahsoka. <sighs> ladies' Night, Ladies' Night, Ladies' Night. Just remember... Who, 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 who killed your ladies night at Gen Con, your first big convention that you got to play it at? Uh, let me That'd see. That'd be Joe DePinto and, and Bob Swain. And Brad Moore. And Bob Swain. And I think there was a third guy, but I don't remember. By one of, point. He was kind of, yeah. a, he wasn't really that nice of an opponent. Dead ladies night on the floor. Why are you shooting my, so, my, my, my Sabine? Oh, 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 squat by one point. That was awesome. That was a great game. That was a lot of fun. It was. That was good. Oh, uh, I will say, there's one more thing I completely blanked, but when you were talking about, uh, I don't know, no transition there. I I know you were talking about something and it reminded me. There are Uh new, there are three new keywords that we've never seen on anything in this new RRG. Exactly. There is 
bolster, there's direct, and there's contingency. We have never seen those on any unit, and they're coming out with the new ones, more than likely. Exactly, because it's there's, like... We have, the new, we have the new generic clone pack, the new generic, the tactical droid pack. We have Lando, and we have Callus, and we have three new keywords among them. Where are they going to go? I'm I not sure. With but, that bolster, though, that's that's nuts. It, you can choose up to X-friendly units at range one. Each chosen unit gains a surge token. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, unit using bolster X may choose itself as one of its friendly units. Well, yeah, because you're friendly to yourself. Well, most people are. Some people just hate themselves, and you can't bolster them. What's contingencies so do? I can't remember. Well, hold on. Bolster is – so, yeah, it's, you give them surge tokens. So it's kind of like the take cover or the spotter equivalent. Both surge tokens. My prediction: this is going on the clone commander. Well, duh. What do we mean, duh? Could go on Callus. I I'm guess. Thinking, I'm thinking it goes on the clone commander. That's my that's my call. All right. Then you get direct. Direct is kind of like entourage. You basically like during the command phase when you're issuing orders, you can issue orders to, you know, whoever it says direct to. So maybe it's like direct stormtroopers or direct core unit. Or I don't I don't know exactly what the, the parameters will be when they first use this, it, but it, it I could see the, be, I could see this going on Callus. It could go on Callus. You could do it really on Han Solo and give Chewbacca an order. But they well they didn't rather them with that so yeah, yeah. I but don't know they could, they could do it in the future I suppose they could. They could. Uh, I find it funny that Director Krennic doesn't get direct, but. <laughs> he already has Entourage. Though. Yeah, he's got his Entourage, I know. But I was just like, uh, it, the keyword is called Direct. He has the title, Director. Director but yes. he doesn't have the keyword. Anyway, yeah. It's because it came out after the fact. Finally, my favorite new one is Contingency. Contingency yeah. is a side command card hand now. So if you have Contingency 1, you now have a side hand of one command card that you could swap out and play during the command the command card phase. Now there are there are uh, rules to this contingency hand. There seems to be a lot of them. It's like you like have you, you can't and a half. obviously you can't bring a command card for a commander or someone that's not in your list. I can't bring Ladies Knight and then have my contingency hand be or have uh, a Luke Skywalker card because I don't have Luke in there. So it's whatever. It, and then the other thing is you. You pick that card when you're list building, so it's not right before the match. You just get to pick. Uh, and you can only play it in place of a an equivalent pip that yep. you played that turn. So if I brought a – if my contingency card is a two pip and I play a three pip, I can't swap it out for my contingency card. But if I played a two pip and, I see, and then I see what my opponent played, I could be like, oh, wait. Not this card. I'm actually going to play this card this turn from okay. my contingency hand. So you 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 take Leia and you take her yep. bombardment card. Yep. And they you, you decide that you, you're gonna you've got it in your command hand. Yep. But but some some cool guy plays uh, limited visibility. So you could take <laughs> yep. that you could take that out of your hand and take your contingency card. And put it in there. And you can go, oh, you, you know what? I actually had a Jin's one pip rebellious. I had that as my contingency, or I had a what's the, sabotage communications? Yeah, as my contingency card. Bam! 
Right. Now you're now your turn your opening turn one where you got like three orders issued to uh, issued out. Now you get one. Right. But you can't pull that card out of the contingency pile and do it again, can you? you no, you can't. Use. And and the card that you discarded and discarded. that you replaced is discarded. So now I can't play Bombardment. Right. But, you know, on a, like in a Limviz game, you're probably not playing Bombardment anyway, because by the time that Limviz is gone, so's your window for playing an <laughs> exactly. Bombard, So, But, you know, yeah. I mean, there's other cards. I only said that because there's other cards that you might want to be able to pull back into your hand. But I, I think sure. it's good. I think it's really good because how many people have you seen just do that with Leia? I know you've done it. I've done it. Yeah, every, everyone's done it once. <laughs> Everybody's done it once. It's like, okay, that'll never happen again. And and like I say, you're, you you've got a good you've got a good good command structure there because you've got you've got Sabine's cards, you've got Jin's cards, and you've got Leia's cards. But and, that's always and, and and Joe said this in their video as well. The hardest part for rebels is definitely making your command hand because you have so many char- you have two commanders, two operatives sometimes, and then it's like I can only pick. Yeah, what what does my command hand look like? And I've like I've tried to hammer down the ladies night like for for me, the ladies night hand down to an art and a science. But in every list it's really it when you take that many characters, it's really hard to figure out what command hand to take. Exactly. You really have to hammer it out and find out based on your playstyle or now you have contingency. Now you exactly. can bring that and I think, you know, Sean mentioned blast off would be a great contingency card because you brought it, but sometimes you don't always need it. That's the perfect opportunity to have a contingency card. Exactly. It's, I don't it's need always... blast off this game, therefore I just play with my, you know, bombardment and my explosions or whatever. But like one turn you get caught up and you're like, oh, okay, well now I need blast off. So here's my here's my generic one pip or here's my bombard that I'm not going to end up using because the window the, the time has passed. But it's actually blast off. So, yep. um, cool. I see this going on. So everyone's predicting this is going to go on Lando, and I totally believe that it can go on Lando. I would think so, just based off of what we know about Lando and, and yeah. what he's done, because he's always got an ace in the hole. Yeah, he's, got card, he's, he's literally got cards up his sleeve. Up it's, his totally, sleeve. it's totally Lando to do. Uh, I feel like even with Lando, it's going to be contingency one, maybe contingency two. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to go up to contingency three on Lando. If it does, I don't know who it would? Cool. So, yeah, I, don't I, know I know who it would. I would love to see contingency three on Thrawn. I could see that. I, I, I would, would go love for that. to see that. Like whenever we get Thrawn, I would love to ha- see him have contingency three. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's a that would, slippery that would, bastard. Because, yeah, it makes him prepared for everything. Uh, actually, who I would love to see contingency on, I would love to see contingency one on the tactical droid commander. Exactly. That would be a good one, too. I, I would because they that. always talk about how I've studied all the Republic's moves and I have all of their stuff in my database and I have plans for every response that the Republic can give. How yeah, about like, to show that with contingency? Like the one from Rebels. that they Remember they rolled up on this one and it was called, like, I think the last last of the Clone War, the last battle of the Clone War and stuff, yeah. where they found that whole group of them. And that dude was. We've, we've been here for years and we've studied everything that the clones have ever done yeah. in the time. And, you know, I, I can do anything. So, very cool. Uh, I, I think All that's right. it, isn't it? We're close. Yeah, let's, let's, let's call it a night there. We're both losing our voice and 
We gotta go. We get. We got lots of stuff to do. I got lots of stuff to do just tonight. So you gotta start up Luke and everything. So, yeah. any final thoughts, Bob? Any anything? Uh, no, I think I think this was a good episode. I'm glad we got to do it um, yep. with everything going on and stuff. So I'm I'm glad I, I I could make it over here and get this going. Uh, again, thank thanks to uh, Belt for letting us use the the museum. Thank you. I don't even know where he's at. He he came down one time, looked at me, and turned around, and went back upstairs. So I don't know what he's doing. So he I will make be, sure. He might, I, see, he might, he might be hanging out in the uh, the mess hall of the uh, of the ship. Exactly. It's probably where I'm headed next. That's wait a where minute. I'm going to. Wait, 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 wait. If Jay, if he's there, you're here. I'm here. Who's flying? Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, have a great night. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see y'all later. Again. And uh, it, it, all right, start going. Okay. Uh, have a great night. I hope you I hope everyone had a nice time. Go out to make the day even better. I already feel I already feel the ship starting to shake. Yeah, we're gonna hit something. <laughs> <laughs>